0: On today's episode of Locked On Lightning, Andre Vasilevskiy went down for the se- for the first 2 months of the season yesterday and ironically enough, we are going to do his player preview for the upcoming season. All of that and more, but first, let's play that music. You're Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of On Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Dank. I want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. On today's episode of Lockdown Lightning, we are doing Andre Vasilevsky's player preview. And if you're watching us on YouTube, I have a little bit of a smile on my face because the irony is unbelievable, given that. We did indeed plan to do the player preview for for today. And it just so happened yesterday. If you were living under a rock that that Tampa Bay announced that Andre Vasilevsky is due to miss the first two months of the season due to a surgery, uh, a successful surgery in which it helped to fix a hernia in his back. And after talking about that, on the podcast yesterday, we got some very good feedback on the YouTube comments uh, discussing that on the on on the on the uh, video that we did yesterday. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Like I said in the past, if you want to get in touch with me or in touch with the show or have a question or whatever, the best way to do it is through our YouTube page uh, and also just. Uh, a great way to talk lightning hockey, especially if you don't have X or if you don't have social media, uh, easiest way for everyone uh, to get their opinion out and voices heard. So a lot of you brought up an interesting point, which we have to talk about because it, at first I dismissed it. I'll admit as, as conspiracy theories, maybe just some people looking at last season and, and trying to put two and two together. But as the day went on and as I was getting my thoughts together to record this episode, I can't help but wonder. You know, we, we have talked about to, to a, a much extent about Andre Vasilevsky's struggles last year. How really, at times, he did not look like himself. And now we get the news that he had discomfort in his back. He got an injection um, back in August. He was fine. And then it flared up again, this time much worse. And now it's led to surgery. And some of you have pointed out on the YouTube page that or pretty much ask the question was this the issue last season and if so why did the lightning wait till weeks before the regular season really a week we uh two weeks before the start of the regular season to do something about it but and 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 I want to come out and say real quick that most likely the most likely scenario out of all this is that he just had some kind of freak thing where he was moving around, you know, wasn't really doing much, you know, heavy goaltending stuff in the offseason. And then the first couple of times he does. uh Something gets out of sorts with his back, and now we are where we are. That's what I would like to say. Most likely that's gonna be the story if it is talked about in the coming weeks, especially with John Cooper. Um, as you know, or or even with Vasilevsky. I don't know if Vasilevsky has commented. I, I I don't know. I haven't seen anything that where he's commented. The only, the only discussion I really saw was uh from from Stephen Stamkos, and we'll get to that later down the road of the episode. But, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I want to say this is something that happened within the last month, and then it just got progressively worse, and they realized what it was, and now we are where we are, and now he we are without him for the first two weeks of the season. Having said that, the mind cannot help but wonder what if this was an issue that was last year? What if this was something that was a flare up here and there? Vasilevsky didn't make it that big of a deal because he was playing through it. And, you know, hockey players, they'll play through almost pretty much everything, whether it's torn ligaments, broken bones, you name it. Um, If they're breathing, they're ready to play for the most part. And him saying that he's fine, and he's fine, and I guess maybe they did images back then, and they didn't see any structural damage. They figured, well, you know, we're none the wiser, so if there's nothing glaringly out of sorts with him, he's going to play. Now, the other side of that, is what if this was something that both parties knew about all along? Um, you see it in sports all the time with certain injuries, mostly in baseball with UCLs, with, with a lot of players, um, where if it's partially torn, you know, guy is most likely going to play through it. He's most likely going to um, play an entire season until the thing completely tears, which... You know, off off topic of 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 hockey, but I, I'm not in the camp of allowing that to happen. But with hockey, it's the same thing. You know, maybe maybe this was something that was partially. Now I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be any type of expert when it comes to the human back and anatomy. Not at all. I mean, like I said, if if there's anybody that's listening to the pod right now, that has had this injury before and knows very well the recovery time and all this, or even if there's any doctors or any healthcare professionals that are very familiar with this injury and and what happens with it, go ahead. If you want to comment on the YouTube page, or you want to hit me up on X formerly known as Twitter at Danky Dank D N K Y D eight N K. If you want to DM me on the side, go ahead and do that. I would love to hear what you have to say about it. Um, if this is something that could just pop out of the woodworks or is this something that over time, this is what we get to uh, that what is happening now with Andre Vasilevsky, very curious just from a professional point of view. I want to hear someone's uh, perspective on this, someone who actually knows what they're talking about. Um, But if this was actually something that was an issue last year and the Lightning or Vasilevsky or both were worried about some sort of long-term issue or long-term recovery time that could happen if they were to take us if, if they were to do some sort of big time surgery. Um and both sides decided, you know what, we got to do something because he's not going to be able to play a full season like this. I'm sorry. This is this is negligence at its highest form, and if that's the case, I mean, we'll never probably know the answer, and that's fine. But if it if it does come out that tampa that Tampa Bay knew that this was a thing for a long time, Andre Vasilevsky knew that there was a thing. This was a thing for a long time. At the end of the day, what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for failure. And you're off to a good start because, and we'll get into to more about this throughout the episode, you know, the only people that are going to suffer in the long term or the short term are going to be the teammates of Andre Vasilevsky. Um, this is just completely irresponsible if, if, if that's the case, if this was something that, you know, didn't completely surprise, surprise anybody, everybody. So let me know in the comments below what you think about this. Uh, are you in the camp that maybe this was something that just happened in August, like it, like we're hearing through multiple sources, or is this something that maybe was plaguing him all last year and it's just gotten progressively worse? Uh, let me know. I I don't know. You know, I I want to say that the sources are correct, you know, then again, the sources are only going to report what they're told. So if the Lightning and Andre Vasileski are putting out word that, listen, this is what's happening. This is, this is what happened. And when it happened, that's one thing. Um, But if, like I said, if it turns out that, you know, this is something that everybody knew about prior um, it's not going to be good. And like I said, the only people that suffer really um, more than Vasilevsky physically are going to be his teammates. So let me know in the comments below of our YouTube page, like I said, on social media as well. What are your thoughts on this as we continue to talk about this and as this will continue to be a conversation that will be had possibly uh, as the Lightning uh, will be out, be without Andre Vasilevsky for the for the coming two months of the NHL season. So we'll get back to talking about that as well as his as well as well his player preview in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our sponsors and our friends over at DoorDash. Now, I love the convenience of getting what I want right to my door. With DoorDash grocery delivery, I could stock up for a week or order last-minute cravings conveniently. I don't know if you know, I live up in New York City. There was crazy floods today. And right before the the skies opened, I ordered some DoorDash and got some last minute things that I could snack on while I worked from home today. And yeah, it worked out perfectly. Uh, I also needed fresh groceries for the week, but didn't have time to go to the store, and I used grocery delivery from DoorDash. I got everything I wanted delivered when I needed, right to my door. So right now, for All our customers get 50% off your first order up to $20 value when you use the code LOCKED at checkout limited time offer terms applied. That's 50% off up to $20, no minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter code LOCKED. Don't forget that's code LOCKED for 50% off your first order over at DoorDash. So as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. Uh, We are available also on YouTube. Uh, We just got to the 700 subscription mark. Um, Not very much in terms of if you look at other channels, but listen, every subscription, every follower counts, and it's all because of you guys and You know, we wouldn't we wouldn't be here talking hockey if it wasn't for all of you uh, being as enthusiastic as you are about the show. So thank you. Thank you for that. Let's hopefully we could try and get that up to a thousand before the holidays. Would love to get that up there Uh, just because as we continue to grow, it helps us uh, bring more content towards you. So. Like I said, at the top of the show, um, ironically, irony is is just an incredible thing. In this world, because it it was it couldn't have come at a worse time for news to break that he Andre Vasilevsky was going to be out for the first two weeks of the season, given that we had a a um, a uh, player preview for a season preview uh, planned for him today. So just a recap on his 2022-23 season, uh, 60 games played, 34 wins. 22 losses and four uh, ties and four shutouts. Uh, goals against average 2.65, save percentage of 91.5. Um, and this was an interesting, interesting season for him. Um, I mean, the numbers on paper for any goaltender in the league that's a that's a very good season. That's a season that if you're up for a contract, you're going to get a very good payday given what team you're on. Um, but in Andre Vasilevsky numbers, that's not something that you really look forward to from him. The 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 bar of expectations is a little higher, I will say. Um, you look at his other numbers from previous years, 21, 22, the prior year. He went 39 18 and five uh he had a save percentage of 916 so he went down one tenth of a percentage uh his goals against average was 2.49 the crazy thing about this is that for this past season where he went uh 34 22 and 4 the crazy thing about that is especially with us looking at those numbers and saying And also looking at him on a nightly basis and saying, this is not the Vasilevsky that we've come to know and love. It's crazy because he finished fifth in the the Vezina Trophy. I'm sorry, sixth in the Vezina Trophies uh, voting. So what does that tell you? That tells you that the rest of the league still thought he was playing outstanding. um, Given just the, if you look at the rest of the goaltenders in the league last year, I mean, goaltending in the league has really improved significantly across the board over the last ten years. I mean, it's it's not now where you you look across the league and there's probably maybe ten guys, maybe five guys that are elite or or close to it at least. You know, three guys that are elite and maybe two others that like are on the fringe. Now Almost every team has a goaltender that could really look like a Vezina Trophy winner on any given night. I mean, obviously, there's a select few that show it more often than number not others, but I would have to say, though, from our point of view, looking at Andre Vazileski, he had an off year. He had an off year. There was games, and, and, and maybe those numbers, like I always say, those numbers don't always tell the whole story. But I felt like last season it it always took him a minute to just get going. Um and it was concerning because there's and it's not all on him. You know, if, if if you watch this lightning team on a nightly basis, you know very well that you know there's more to it than just him stop stopping uh, pucks here and there. You know, there's there's nights that we've seen where the defense is non-existent where really the lightning puck possession is non-existent and the opposing team is just living uh, in the lightning zone. And, you know, that that's a lot for a goaltender, especially a guy who has played a lot of games in recent years. Uh, I, if you've been a listener of this show for quite some time, you know, I've, I've been, I was screaming all last year at at John Cooper to to rest him. There's no reason to, and, and we'll get to that in just a bit, but there, there was a lot of factors that went into play, and I'm not saying it's not all on Vasilevsky. I, I think that there were some games where he let up easy goals, and there were some games where he just he looked, to, to put it simple, he looked like a playing uh, an average goalie. Uh, he he didn't look like that guy who's who's a multi multi who's a Vesna Trophy winner, who was a con Smythe winner, um, and there was games where the lightning looked like they knew they didn't have it early on. And they just kind of were looking at him shrugging their shoulders saying, listen, like, are you going to bail us out or not? And that wasn't the kind of Vasilevsky that you saw last year. I mean, we got that in the playoffs later in the series against Toronto, but you know, right now until we see differently and and maybe we'll see it this year with a little bit more rested Vasilevsky, you know, this does, even though it's, it's unfortunate, that Tampa Bay is going to be without their, their best goaltender and one of the best goaltenders in the league uh, for the first two months. The, the, the downside to the, the positive side to that is really that, you know, now he's going to come back. He's going to be a little bit more refreshed as the as the regular season goes on. Uh, but the question still remains: uh, like I kind of spoke about this uh, going, I think I, I think I spoke about maybe in the middle of the summer. Um, where is John Cooper? How, what is going to be the leash on him? What is going to be the leash on Andre Vasilevsky last year? He played 60 games. The year prior, he played 63. <clears throat> um, that almost matched a, a career high from 17-18, where he played 67. And my thing is, and I was kicking and screaming all year, like there there was really no reason that he needed to play that many games, especially after playing so many playoff games in the last three, four years. Uh, and having so little time between uh, the ending and beginning of seasons. And I'm really curious what the, like I said, what the the leash is this year. I would like to see if, especially with Johansson and maybe Hugo Anifelt or maybe some other goaltender in preseason, um, wins the secondary goalies uh, job, when Vasilevsky does come back, if one of those guys who if it's basically going to be a battle, I assume for the backup job. Then again, I think Joe probably going to win out. I'm very curious, especially if Joe goes out there and he's playing phenomenal in the first two, eight to 10 weeks of the season. If as he comes back, does Cooper just throw him back into the mix right away? Or does he ease him into it? Does he maybe almost to a certain degree split the starts with Johansson and Vasilevsky, and then once the all-star break comes, maybe he starts to let the horse out of the barn? Ideally, if it were me, I would say go along with that, but that is all dependent on Jonas Johansson playing phenomenal hockey. And – we spoke about it on yesterday's episode. I mean, he, he hasn't really done much in his career. I mean, he's a backup goaltender, really. Um, he's, you know, a lot of times, as you see these days, guys who go from backups to starters instead of the other way around and then are asked to start, especially, don't really have a good go of it. You know, if it's a guy that is going from, Backup to starter, it's not going to work out. But if he's going from starter to backup, like we saw with Brian Elliott, where Brian Elliott, I th- thought the last couple of years, he could have handled a little bit more in terms of starts and games played. That's a little bit different. But with a guy like Johansson, and especially in a very inexperienced goaltender like Hugo Anafelt, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to really sniff out the, the real deal and the pretender. And I saw a comment in the last YouTube post, which was interesting. Um, someone suggested the Lightning reach out to Louis Domingue, former Lightning goaltender from back in the day. And I, he was with Pittsburgh last year, I believe. Um, as I stayed on, the, I mean, that's a good idea. Having said that, I don't think the Lightning, especially after signing... Jonas Johansson. I mean, the plan this off season, obviously, they signed up. They signed the backup after Brian Elliott's not coming back. Um, and the plan was to just sign Andre Vasilevsky's backup. I don't think, especially if, if the Lightning had money to spend, where they could do something like that, maybe. But at the same time, it's it's not like you're you're signing. It's not like Vazzy's out for the rest of the season. And you're gonna to have to have a two goalie system. I think if that were the case, yeah, they probably would go and talk to a guy like Louis Domingue or maybe look around the NHL and, and see who else might have a surplus of goaltending in their in their system. Um <clears throat> but the lightning, I don't think, are gonna go out there and spend money on a two month rental. I, I just don't see it happening. I think the other goalie sit the only goalie alternative is gonna come from within the organization. And, you know, if that doesn't work, I think they're just going to try and get creative with it. I don't think – and I don't think it's going to get to a point where it's going to be – you know, the Lightning are going are to really be in a tough situation where Joe Hanson and goalie two are, are, are going to be really not giving this, this, this club a chance to win. I don't think it's going to come down to that. I think the guys in front, like Stephen Stamkos said today – that this team is going to have to step up. And he's 100% right. I mean, we said it last night as well. This team, it, it's really going to be a huge emphasis on how well this team plays. Last year, this team was able to get away with certain things because of because of who they had in that. You know, even though Vasilevsky wasn't himself, he wasn't as dominant as what we are normally used to, I still think that He was good enough to keep them in games to a certain degree. Now it's going to be on the team to pick up their goaltender. You know, last year, like I stated yesterday, it was more so them looking at him like, can you help us out here? Where now it's the other way around. They're going to, whoever's in net on any given night is going to be like, guys, you got to pick me up. And it's really going to be a test to see who's going to step up, Um, a test of, you know, how good the depth on this team is it's going to be a test of what kind of leaders do we have on this team? Uh, mainly leaders that may not be here next year, not naming any names. Uh, are those guys going to be able to step up and, and show their true value uh, on the ice and, and behind the scenes in the locker room. Cause I'm sure there's going to be some heated moments in the locker room when, when things don't go the right way and it's on the skaters and not necessarily the goaltenders. So A lot of interesting things going to happen. I I would say this year for Vasilevsky to just top off the player preview, um, I would like to see him play 45 games, tops. I would prefer them to keep the number as low as possible. Um, Just because, you know, the back is a very essential part of positioning for the goaltender He's crouched down. He's, you know, he's he's getting down low, and and his agility is key. And if he don't have that, if he doesn't have that range of motion, if he doesn't have that freedom to to be able to have lightning fast reflexes from one side of the net to the other, and in, in the blink of an eye on on a reflection or whatever, because his back's bothering him, um, and due to overuse, that's going to be a huge problem for this team. I mean, you could kiss the 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 playoffs, any any sort of hope or Expectation of them going back to the Stanley Cup Finals goodbye if if John Cooper messes around with Vasilevsky and overplays him. So I'm very curious to see how he might change his approach this year. You know that that high usage rate that what we saw over the last couple of years uh, could definitely have been a a factor into what now we are dealing with and Andre Vasilevsky going under under the knife to to fix his back and get him back to playing uh, lightning hockey. So wrapping things up on the show, if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. As always, we are available on social media. So LO underscore lightning on X and locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. Give me a follow on Twitter at Danky Dank D E N K Y D eight eight n k. Love hearing from all of you. If you want to DM me uh, questions, concerns about Vasilevsky or send me your conspiracy theories about this uh on the youtube channel go ahead and do that as well you know did the lightning know about this all along and just for some reason waited till he couldn't stand the pain anymore Uh, i don't think that's the 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 real story but if it is um i would be as pissed as anybody about it so let me know in the comments below so we'll continue our player previews next week as to who we're going to do on monday not entirely sure. Let's see what other news breaks. Who knows? I mean, like I said, we we were planning the the, the uh player preview tonight, and of course, it's the day before uh, all hell breaks loose with um, him. With news coming out that he is going to be out for the first two weeks, and very curious to see what else news drops over the weekend or in the coming weeks about Andre Vasilevsky. So. In the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.